what is up you guys welcome back to another episode of the yes ma'am and so i'm not able to put in my fabulous intro i made as i'm currently on vacation and brought none of my podcast equipment so i'm currently just raw dogging the shit out of this uh recording on my handy dandy iphone so hopefully the sound quality isn't terrible because recording over here really wasn't part of the plan And I'm actually still sitting on another episode that I still have not finished editing. Don't hate me. I'm a woman of many things, but I low-key need like four of me to be able to like efficiently and effectively do everything that I want to do and how I want to do it. Because, you know, the Virgo in me, I'm a perfectionist. Who knew that recording with uh, with a guest would be so difficult? But... I won't bore you with the details. If you follow me on social media at the Yes Ma'am on Instagram, you know the deal. I've explained it on there already. So I'm still not revealing who the guest is. But just know it's a great fucking episode. I had one person that guessed it right on my social media. Um, we touch on having children, being a parent, marriage, etc which is something i've never really gone too into as i don't fall under any of those categories <laughs> but stay tuned uh, the episode i think will be very relatable and i think many of you will enjoy it's just taking me longer than expected um and i get really lazy and overwhelmed when i think about editing it so cut me some slack hopefully that can be the next episode that i put out which is basically the reason why I'm doing this episode today, this solo episode. Um, but as I mentioned, I'm currently on vacation in Guanajuato, Mexico, specifically La Escondida, Guanajuato, which is where my daddy's from. Shout out. La Escondida in English means like the hidden because literally our rancho used to be so small and so hidden from the rest of the city and hard to find as we have to go down like a 15 minute bumpy ass dirt road to get to the rancho. Now we have actual roads, which is a little like mind blowing, like damn, the come up, I see y'all. It's very, it's a very poor town my dad grew up in. So having actual streets wasn't a thing and didn't become a thing until a couple of years back. So when you guys listen to this, I will be landing in the States. So I technically won't be here anymore, but I got the idea from a very special client slash friend, Daisy. Shout out, like when would be a better time to interview my dad than in the place he grew up? This isn't going to be a full-on interview, just um, I I know many of you want to hear from him, and he's not the best speaker, (laughs) and don't worry, he knows this, he wouldn't get offended, but I'm going to ask him some questions, that way you guys get a better idea of how he grew up, so don't mind his Spanglish, as he's going to try his best to answer in English. Okay, so I have my dad now, and I think he's a little nervous. Are you nervous, dad? No. No? Okay. So my first question for you is, how was it growing up here in La Escondida? It was, it was really, really, really good, but at the same time kind of uh, sad because we didn't have, we didn't have what we have right now. Mm-hmm. What didn't you have that would have made a big difference for you? now or like then repeat the question what 
what do you wish that you would have had then that you have now? Basically, it comes to to money. We were really poor. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have money, you, you don't have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you say that is that was the hardest part about growing up here? Yes. Being really being really poor. We were we were poor but we were really happy. Mm-hmm. There's two different things, but still you, you really you we were really poor. How many siblings do you have? How many of y'all were there? Ten of us. What was your favorite part about growing up here? Freedom. Not worry about doing anything or going anywhere and you were safe. When, how old were you when you started working? About six years old. <laughs> six years old, and what were, what was your first job here? First job was going and take care of the animals, goats, cows. And would you often lose them? <laughs> if I lose them, I was going to be in really serious trouble. <laughs> my dad was going to kick my butt if we don't have it. If we didn't have all of them. <laughs> and what was your relationship like with your dad at that time? The best ones. My dad was my hero. My dad was my dad. <laughs> and nobody like him. But as like some people in most like Mexican traditional cultures there's not usually a lot of affection was your dad affectionate with you he was really good on that part we didn't have communication like that i have that communication with you guys but but he was he was really really he good he showed, he showed me love and how was your relationship with your mom same thing you know really 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 nice really she was, you know, like in, in every family, she was the one in, in charge of the whole gang, which it was a lot of us. And, you know, like any other mother, we drive her crazy because we were, that was too many. <laughs> Did she have any help with, with all of y'all? No, just basically the sisters. You know, when, when you're growing, you, you growing up, the sisters also help on their part, like helping with the chores around the house, washing our clothes, cleaning the house. That's all the, that's all the help that she had. And who was more like your second mom? Mm, my sister, Martina. She was, she was really special for me. And just so you guys know, um, mi tia Tina um, did pass. Um, just last year, a couple months before my mom did. So, um, how would you say it was like coming back and not having Mitya here? Ooh, everything changed. Nothing is going to be the same. I mean, you have, we have Chino, which is our nephew, my nephew, and, you know, we go to their house, but it's not the same. 
Is there anything that you wish that you could say to mi papá Pedro now? That I hope uh, that he's proud of me now that I'm a man and I have, I have what I have. The most important thing that I have is that I have you guys, my family, my kids, my grandkids. But, you know, I wish, like any, anybody else, I wish that he was here, but <laughs> he's not here. Is there anything that you wish you could say to me, Tia Tina? That, uh, that nobody's going to be like her. Not, 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 not a person or people like that. They don't, we don't have too many of those here in this world. When did you decide to leave, or, yeah, when did you decide that you wanted to leave La Escondida? Well, I already had a pretty good idea that I was going to have to leave whenever I was maybe like 12. But they don't, you don't, you don't leave. You don't live until your dad lets you go. <laughs> let you, let you. That's how it happened? Yeah. I mean, on my case, my, my dad said that I had to go and finish school, which it was only until the ninth grade. And as soon as I finish with that, I fly away. <laughs> and so how old were you when you left? Sixteen. And what was your first job when you left or when you went to the, when you got to the States? Dishwasher. <laughs> You're a dishwasher? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. um, what made you want to build this house we have now that when we, that we have uh, when we stay in the rancho? Well, this piece of land my dad gave it to me and we start building the walls long time ago like maybe 20 years ago lo- or longer and we didn't have the chance to finish the house until lately and then that's when I had to do it to to finish the house and what made you want to finish the house I guess you can say my orgullo I don't know how you say my orgullo my your pride my pride and what are you most proud of? Of you guys, the family that you and your mom built. That was that was the most important, the most important thing to me. What is something that you wish Ma could have seen or been here for this trip? For her to be here <laughs> with us, with everybody. But is there anything in particular that you wish she could have like seen for herself, like been here to experience? Well, like any other trip, like, uh, you know, every time that we were here, she she enjoyed being in here. And I'm pretty sure that and now she's not with us anymore, not anymore. She was going to like that you guys came here mm-hmm. all of us yeah all of us together mm-hmm. like, like a family like, mm-hmm. like a family that we are what was your favorite part of this family trip 
the same thing the you guys being here with me that's 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 it and that's the little mini interview with my daddy and just a little bit of background that i don't think we answered is um mi papa pedro which is my dad's dad he died in 2008 from what we believe is a was a brain aneurysm so he died in his sleep and mi tia tina um so his sister that was like his second mom passed away in august of last year a couple months before my mom so as you can imagine um it's been a really rough time for my dad so i'm just really glad that he was willing to answer some of these questions um I know it takes a lot for him. It's very different for him. My dad's a very, I mean, typically traditional man, but he is very open and realistic and open to like how we think and how we communicate. And I couldn't be more grateful for him. We, as a as a whole family plan to make this trip to Mexico as my dad makes this a yearly, sometimes twice a year visit. And just a little bit more of a background. Um, as a kid, I used to visit the rancho every summer from like, I don't even know how old till I was about 15 or 16 when your girl got a job and joined the drill team and I couldn't come during the summers anymore. And I didn't come back until 2019 when my parents were building this house here. I came back to help my mom finish the layout of their home. And four years later, I'm, I'm here seeing the house complete for the first time since. And it, it didn't feel right being here in the home that we designed together. And she's not here with me. She's not here with us. I will say, though, I feel like our family as a whole made the most of our time here altogether. I hope my nieces and nephews created core memories as I did when I was a kid. The feeling of feeling so free, like my dad mentioned. And disconnected, like you can breathe. That's what it was like for me coming here every summer. And I hope they get that feeling every time they come back. We also visited other cities to make the most of our time here. Um, we had visited San Miguel, which is such a beautiful city, about two and a half hours away from our rancho. It has one of the most beautiful churches. We shopped around, ate. It, it was a really great experience, and I definitely go back, but probably without my dad, as he's not much of an explorer. Um, anytime we go anywhere, he's just as in a rush to leave as he is to come back. That's just that's just him. He's not the most patient man, uh, but that's okay. Uh, we also visited a city about an hour away called San Juan, which is a little more like... Um, 
I'm not sure how to explain, but basically like not as bougie as San Miguel. San Miguel is definitely the place for all the photos and aesthetically pleasing views. And San Juan is the place more so to like shop around locally. It was it was really funny, though, <laughs> because at one point my sister and I were walking down these little shops. Right. And I guess San Juan is known for like their cajeta, which cajeta is like a caramel sauce. So all these women sell cajeta next to each other, competing with each other. That being said, they'll do anything to try to get you to take their damn samples of cajeta to potentially buy from them. And, you know, we just kind of ignore and go about go about our business just trying to get through this little strip of cajeta setups. <laughs> and they're literally in your fucking face. ¿Quieren cajeta? Prueba esta cajeta. Cajeta, cajeta. Like, it's just ongoing. It's just in your fucking face. And it's like, damn, bro, give me some spice. But they I, they don't understand that. Um, pero en unas de esas, these ladies see my sister and I coming and say, Oyen, <laughs> they say, Oyen, algunas prueban esta cajeta. Es la mejor. And we're just like, What? the fuck and to translate these ladies got our attention by basically saying hey big booty judy's come try our count our caramel and we were like we were so fucking caught off guard like damn like i know you're trying to sell but you ain't gotta hype us up like that but come to find out these ladies were saying that their business <laughs> on the these ladies that were saying that the business was called Dulceria de Alba Las Nalgonas. So in English, it's Alba's candy store, basically like the big booty Judy's. And man, that was a fucking moment. The confidence boost while feeling violated. <laughs> There's nothing like it. And, you know, it, it wouldn't have been a real trip to the rancho if we didn't make it to a baile aka a dancer party i remember back in the day we would stay at mi tia tina's house and we would sneak out to go to these parties and man it was different this time y'all when i was 15 i did not have a fear in the world going to these parties with young men not young not young men that i knew but like my sister's Anyways, point is, driving on bumpy dirt roads with no lights in the middle of the night. Like, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> like, Jesus. This time, our cousin took us to the baile in La Colonia, which is a rancho about 20 to 30 minutes from ours. I felt like a damn old lady watching these drunk 15-year-olds in crop tops getting down to cumbias. I've never heard of in my life. Like, wh I don't know. But I sure did dance my little heart out, and your girl still got it. It's been a minute since I've danced in general. So I was I was feeling a little rusty about the, nor the Norteñas, but luckily the person that asked me to dance danced really well, and it was like, I, shit, I never stopped. I'm 15 again. <laughs> but that's that's a sum of our mexico trip and i really hope you guys enjoyed listening and again thank you to all of you who listened and support me in any and every way i was able to disconnect from work and be present with my family on this vacation i i really couldn't be more grateful i will talk to you in my next episode